What you about to witness is my thoughts. Just my thoughts, man. a song to had a title in college blue moons and blunts blue moons and i blunts. never wrote anything to it though <laughs> that's I was a good like, one I was like, circle back i'll, I'll have a, yeah. a one hit single i'll be a one hit wonder rapper blue moons and blunts and then i quit just cash out but i can't rap i mean i think that's a good maybe a good rap song and i, I do like 10 cups and or 10 cup and paper cups mm -hmm. for a nice little country song mm -hmm. you know Working in the summer, you just had a long day on, out in the field, and then you want to hang out with your boys, mm -hmm. fuck shit up in the barn, yeah. that kind of shit. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back. It's been a long time. I'm sorry I'm not very consistent with this. Um, honestly, the only thing I would have been able to talk about the last month is probably the election. Um, there's been a few times where I thought I was going fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, more than once, actually. So I am on a social media detox right now that's... You know, still got me checking Twitter for news, of course. Uh, but I'm trying to keep a balanced head. Uh, I'm of the camp that there definitely was some funny business. It definitely should be overturned, but it definitely would fuck shit up if it does. And honestly, it's just fucked anyway. And as we record this, we're living through, uh, looks kind of like a revolution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're storming, storming yeah. the Capitol. It's going to get building. a little spicy. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, I have Colin and Tim. Here today from the Off the Dome podcast, they invited me on their show. That's a long time ago. Yeah. What was that like a year? Probably close to it, like a year. March, Aprilish. Yeah. Uh, Dang, that's almost. Nah, uh, maybe no. It was before that. It was before the because pandemic. yeah, it was, yeah, it was. It was pre yeah. pre China virus. Sorry, Wuhan. Sorry, excuse me. You call it whatever you want. <laughs> on the show. Just, Just get my cities year, right. Last year, yeah. last year feels like three years total. Yeah, I so know. it was probably end of. 2019 ish. Mm -hmm. How was your guys' year? Quarter four Wait, I know how your guys' year was. You guys are both working for yourselves yeah. now. It was it, probably the best go. year of my life. Yeah. I mean, even though too bad everything yeah. happened, but it was interesting. It got spicy. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Like, I, I've been talking to people. If 2020 was the worst year of your life, you missed the point. Yeah. And you fucked up and you missed the point. And there was, uh, I forget who got quoted, but it was like, man, was, was it Dre who prayers up he just had an aneurysm he yeah he said he's mm. good though okay yeah his house good. got but robbed uh, or they tried to rob it while he was in the hospital what isn't that crazy that's, that's yeah. fucked i hope he had some big bad security guard just yeah. punt that motherfucker rocco and rocco but uh someone man why can't i think of it it's like if 2020 didn't bring the hustle out of you then you don't got it mm -hmm. yeah. and i was like damn was the post i feel that, that. I was that. it yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, it's true. Sounds right. It's not in you if, if mm -hmm. you didn't have a good year. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people, you know, I, I definitely feel for the people that are like professionals in the service industry. Mm -hmm. I think they got fucked. Um, yeah. I mean, if you look at the numbers, purely just the, the percentages, and it's just silly the fact that we shut everything down. I know we didn't really know what was going on in the beginning, but once we kind of found out like how to handle this shit, you can't shut down the whole thing. Just mm -hmm. It just... And it's so insensitive. It makes you sound insensitive to say things like people die, but like people, it also fucked up a lot of people's lives that it didn't have to. Mm -hmm. And that that just gets my go. I'm fucking furious all the time about it. Yeah. You know, people that have lost their businesses. Imagine you work, how hard you guys work this year to get your businesses going. And then something happens and 
you can't you can't you run your business it's just mm-hmm. gone right that's just total horseshit yeah and it's you know i think you know you protect the people that are most vulnerable you know mm-hmm. the older people uh you know that have pre-existing conditions you know you you protect who really needs it but for 99 percent survival rate give up 99 percent of your liberties i don't think so and it's yeah. the people making these decisions aren't business owners they've not created or produced their career politicians with no relatability to common people oh yeah you see it all the time it's and, like, and they it's have no idea it's like man like you, you don't know what that's like because y'all didn't miss a paycheck yeah that should have that, that would have been the biggest thing mm-hmm. like but. lost my job and it was to the drawing board like mm-hmm. i'm gonna cry about it but I, I wasn't a waiter or a server like so i didn't feel that side what were you doing so i worked in a chiropractic office yeah i was uh, head of rehab and nutrition okay and it was just there was a second chiropractor him and i got you know had a meeting after one day of work it's like hey after next wednesday Damn. like took long enough for him to spill it by like yo our, are we losing our jobs? Like you laying us off? Like is that? Yeah. Like you tried to do everything you could to not do it, but saved a lot of money cutting both of us. So yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I hate relying on someone for help, but got on unemployment, used it to fuel what I'm doing now. It's slow going, but it's like slow and steady. Feels good to kill what you. It does. Done. Yeah. I mean, it's it's stressful at times. Oh yeah. Like it's hella stressful. Like there uh-huh. there's already been a couple months where it's like, man, how am I gonna fucking make rent? Yeah. Like. I don't know. So better, better wake up, get to it. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, I don't have a restaurant. You know, they, on a good day, 100% capacity allowed, their profit margins are maybe so, 5% yeah. on, a, on a good day. And that's a good restaurant. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm blessed, man. 2020, it, it was, it helped me. It gave me it's the boot and ass that I think ass, I needed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's something I always wanted to do. But it was that extra push, like, you know, that's God saying, hey, make it right now. Like, this is it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 2020 was a blessing, man. A lot, lot of negative shit, but that's, I'm not going to let that f- be my fuel. Did you have any of those times where you're just, like, laying in bed, like, worried and sick about, like, having to pay bills and shit? Yeah. yeah. Uh, December. How good was that feeling? <laughs> Terrible, right? Uh, but it's, it is. I it's, remember, it's, like, waking up in my heart just like, boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom. Just nonstop and just like trying to calm myself down with some breathing, but just like, mm-hmm. man, you gotta you gotta eat, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you gotta, gotta do that. You gotta pay your bills. Yeah, and it's like, damn, should I just not sleep and get back to work? Like, did I do enough today? Am I gonna do enough yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. But then you know, it feels terrible but good because like, mm-hmm. okay, I have to feel this to get to the other side of like yes. where I feel cush. So yeah, if I don't know crazy. this, I don't know not to be there again. Yes. The crazy part is, like, uh, the, the first time I went through this, like, where it's just, like, I'm on my own and doing my thing, had zero money, less than zero, mm-hmm. way less than zero, and just freaking out. But then, like, after I got through that and started making a little bit of money, like, enough to survive, and then I was like, man, I really kind of missed that shit. That, mm-hmm. was, that was fun. Mm-hmm. It just, like, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm somebody that, like, you give me that adversity. It's like I want to test myself, mm-hmm. right? Feel good about yeah. getting through that. I think you know everybody. If you look back and you, you you go through like some of the worst experiences of your life, hopefully you can look back and be proud of yourself because mm-hmm. like I got through that shit. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I miss. I wouldn't want to go back to it. Right. But like I, I miss that that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I do good with a little pressure. I need a little yeah. heat. 
to just keep me keep me honest. Yeah. Like, I, I need some heat. Yeah. Like, ooh, all right, I got a few jitters. Uh, yeah. What are we doing today? Yeah, you got you got to get a little uncomfortable if you want to yeah. break yeah. through. I mean, you, you have to have it. Mm-hmm. And then once you get through, then, like, for the rest of your life, you know you'll never go hungry. Mm-hmm. The rest of your life, yeah. you'll never go hungry because you know what it takes to feed yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You got to crack feeling. the code. Once you crack yep. the code, it's like, all right, I made this much. Now I can make a little more than that mm-hmm. next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there, there's a code. There's definitely You, you just got to figure out how to crack it. That's the shitty part is you got to figure out about six wrong ways to do it before you even get like a glimmer of hope. It's also the fun part. Hundred percent. Right. What did you do this year? Yeah, so for most of last year, I were I ran the marketing for a property management company. Mm-hmm. So I was doing their digital marketing, running their websites, and uh, a lot of other stuff. And it was getting to the point where, on the side, I was writing resumes for people. Mm-hmm. It was kind of my side hustle. Um, and then it was getting to the point where like I was having to turn away people because I didn't have enough time to do the resumes. And, Damn. Um, I really enjoyed doing that because like I understand like for me I'm not I'm not an employee, yeah. but like we need people in this world to to do that stuff and, and run companies and and be productive like that. So I I just enjoy it's getting to the point where I was enjoying helping people um, like reach their goals and, and transition between companies or if people wanted a promotion helping them get what they want and. Then, uh, yeah, as I was turning people away, uh, I was like, man, why don't I just do this and break out on my own? And so, what, what month was it? November. November yeah. is when I, I I quit my job. And, How'd um, you do it? I, it was actually on the phone as a conference call, so I, I put on a, a- Flipped everybody off. <laughs> conference call with, with the president of the company uh, and the, the second highest up, because those were the two people that hired me. Those are the people I, I dealt with most of the time. and. They took it a lot better than I than mm-hmm. I thought they would, and it w- it was a it was a smooth transition. Like I like to I didn't like, I wasn't like rude about it or anything. I like yeah. to make sure mm-hmm. it was a uh, I don't want to burn any bridges or anything. I like to I mean whether breakups or anything. I like to yeah. make sure it's smooth. So yeah, it's been good, man. And um, it was getting to the point where in the job I was in, I w- I wasn't able to like specialize and be good at one thing. Like yeah. which. I mean, a lot marketing of jo- a lot like of jobs that. are like that. Like I was, I was the only marketing person at the company, so it was it was getting to the point where I couldn't perform the way I wanted to. I wasn't enjoying what I was doing because I couldn't double down on anything. And yeah, now, now it's been great. I and it's it's such a different feeling, like versus having a supervisor that's on your ass versus you being on your on your ass. Yeah. Like it's, mm-hmm. I, it's I've never I've never yeah I've never been like more locked in though. Like I'm like. Like you said, like I go to bed thinking like, did I do, do, did I do enough today? Like, what can I do tomorrow to be more productive? What can I do tomorrow to make my services better? Mm -hmm. And that's, it's that, it's that continuous improvement thing. I'm, I'm learning as I go. I'm, I'm picking up smaller things that, that help me perform my service better. And now I just, I do more than write resumes. I, I help people like develop an online presence. Um, I do leadership coaching. I help people get ready for interviews. If people have big presentations coming up, I, I consult them on that. So, yeah, it, it's amazing that when I was doing resume writing as a side hustle, I didn't really have any time to get better at that thing. So mm-hmm. now that I have all the time in the world, I, I can just I can be really really good at it. Which yeah, has been good. So. I mean, you get paid a lot if you're really good at something. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in this world. You're good at. Are you using the marketing skills that you learned already to market yourself now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the marketing myself, and I mean, just just write, written communication, like when I go out and pitch to people, um, and then like one thing that's been surprisingly transferable, uh, like SEO skills. Really? Like, 
when, obviously when you're when you're doing a, a website you're doing an article or anything you got to put in like certain keywords Fuck it, so but when yeah. you're yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but when you're it's the same thing with resume writing when you're helping someone apply for a job you need to put in like certain keywords mm. into the resume mm-hmm. so like that I feel like has been in terms of like the the hard skills that's been something that's really been transferable but I didn't really think about that because that's literally how yeah. like a lot of companies are finding people now mm-hmm. especially yeah like bigger companies that have that money to be doing that yeah they right. search for the words and i've asked him he's like yeah you use these words and I'm like shit man i didn't know that i probably would have got a sweeter gig out of school <laughs> if i did <laughs> yeah because that's the thing like you can... where were you then man yeah sorry man <laughs> so whenever i had a resume i uh i had like a completely different format than like anybody mm-hmm. and i always thought that helped me stand out but mm-hmm. it was right i think it was maybe right before maybe right during or right before they started using like every company using keywords and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I felt like that helped me every time. I literally always got the interview. Yeah. Always. And then crushed the interview, obviously. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Because like like most people, like they're really good at vocalizing and explaining themselves, but it doesn't always translate to marketing yourself on paper. And that's kind of what I've found a, a niche and, been able to, to help people with what's so. the biggest thing people fuck up on i'm sure i'm sure there are plenty of people that listen to this like at least six mm. that are looking <laughs> for a new job <laughs> that are looking for a new job yeah um what what's the biggest like fuck up you see i would say i mean besides just like formatting i feel like people people don't brag about themselves enough yeah like there's too like there's not enough value added information in there. Like people will will stuff their resume with like just what the job description says, like the typical stuff. But yeah. that's not what's gonna get you the job. Like you gotta gotta really explain how you improved something or how you changed someone's life or uh, how you saved someone time. And that's why I enjoy like that initial phone call with the client is really understanding like what type of leader they are, like what they're what they're most proud of in their life, and it helps people kind of really come to terms with what has made them successful so far and and a lot of times resumes don't really have that so that's but you're literally changing people's lives too because they're I try. I mean, people are like hey man thank you so much like yeah thank you for doing this mm-hmm. i would have never got this job without your help yeah and th- yeah there's nothing better than getting that message that say hey i've already had three recruiters reach out to me like i have an interview and it's uh, awesome and then when they finally say they get the job like it's even better man that's, that's great sweet. how'd you get started with resumes though yeah, so when I was at Butler, I helped people like with their resumes for like applying to internships within the business school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I graduated, I started doing it kind of on the side, like here and there. Uh, and then LinkedIn has been, I mean, some people use LinkedIn, some people don't, but I feel like now I was reading the other day, 600 million, 600 million people on LinkedIn. Really? Yeah, there's a lot. How many of, people use it though? I don't know, but that I mean, there's a lot of attention yeah. on the platform. Like, I like Gary Vee, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. go where the attention's at. So, I've used LinkedIn to connect with pretty much anybody and everybody in terms of of resume clients. That's where I get a lot of my clients from is LinkedIn. There's a startup here in town. You might have heard of them called Connected, um, and they're like, they they basically do like automated outreach on LinkedIn. Oh, they're okay. fucking crushing it. They got like a huge round of funding. I've heard of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're doing really well and. Jeremy Miller, he's been on my podcast before. He's their VP of marketing. Um, he showed me kind of what they do, and it looks like it might be really helpful for you if you want to check yeah. it out. Yeah, definitely. I, I've seen it. Like, I feel like I've seen You probably like, have. They've like, been running like Instagram everywhere. ads. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy? Jeremy Miller. Yeah. yeah that, that name just sounds mm-hmm. familiar. 
Yep. But, okay, yeah, because I also saw the recently LinkedIn started doing, like, targeted advertisements. Like, they have, like, an advertising platform like Facebook does. Like, yeah. it's a lot better of a platform now than what it was. But, yeah. I know, I mean, you work with uh, Facebook ads, don't you? Yeah, I do Facebook, Google, Twitter. Okay. Um, pretty much any kind of ads. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good gig. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you, if you do it right, if you can create a good ad – that would be what I call evergreen. You can let it run for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I mean, it's making my clients money and I don't really have to do like new creation, which is the hardest part. I just have to kind of manage it, change a few things, but I don't have to like come up with a million new ads every month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the, the work's front loaded for sure. But like, you know, I, all my clients are making money from it. So it's, mm-hmm. right. gives you the opportunity to just, make other people a lot of money and then whenever you do that you're, you're gonna make money every time right yeah help other people make money i did That's one great. for a company called big john sports and because uh, i took like a side social media marketing mm-hmm. course i think tim you might have taken yeah yeah uh, ty lopez the lamborghini in the garage yeah. guy here in my garage yeah <laughs> but you know solid solid course oh, yeah. like yeah. people no, hate I, on the man but it's like but you, you know who a, he is yeah you don't build a big ass empire like he right. has being stupid and yeah. uh so we run one i think it was like wednesday through monday it costs like max 150 bucks and the revenue like five g's and <clears throat> my buddy hits me up he's like that's like the amount of their biggest months so i was like really we did that in under a week that's life-changing yeah like there's so many that. businesses out there so I'm I'm actually kind of passionate about this. I'm glad we got on this. I have mm-hmm. a guide for anybody that listens to this. It's, I just called it How to Start an Agency. I think starting an agency is the easiest way to break out and start as a side hustle and then break into maybe having your own business that actually just, it's a full-blown business. It's what I do every day. Mm-hmm. Well, every other day at least. Yeah, right. But um, I have a guide that's just like basically like a syllabus that just takes you through everything you need to know to start an agency. And if anybody wants it, uh, reach out to me somehow. It's free. I'm not charging anything for it. Uh, I just believe that everybody should work for themselves, and I believe that that's the easiest way to start. Mm. So if you have any um, other courses that you want to take, I got a fucking huge list of courses. Dude, probably will. Yeah. Honestly, because it's, so it's such a good skill. Mm-hmm. Like, because everything's going that way. Like, one thing, marketing, it's never going away. It's never yeah. going away. Like, that's the last person you should ever fire because they help generate sales mm-hmm. like and that's that's the game and we have i mean there's so many businesses man i'm telling you what i i talk to businesses a lot that are like facebook ads yeah we tried that once didn't work oh you spent five dollars on boosted posts that's not facebook ads. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you facebook don't rely ads. on them to boost it yeah, for you yeah <coughs> um fucking yeah like the suggested Ten thousand people. Hey, hey we'll give you fifteen dollars to boost this yeah. post hey i'll tell you where that fifteen dollars is about to go right back to us so how, what's your approach when you like reach out to a business the first time? Cause uh, I'm sure there's a lot of like yeah. rebuttals cause people are like, Oh, we've tried this. No, we're good. Like, mm-hmm. so what's kind of your approach if it's a first time reach out, how do you go about it? I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm quite cocky sometimes. <laughs> it really works well for sales. <laughs> oh, you've tried it. Well, you haven't tried it with me. I'm really good. I have these, these clients, everyone makes money. Nobody leaves my business. Mm-hmm let's meet up. I can at least show you how we can do it. And yeah. I, I would say my close rate is eighties, nineties. Wow. Um, but I've been all, I've also been doing shit for eight years, nine years. So I kind of just understand what people are looking for. In the end, every business just wants to make more money. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
that's it. And if you can get them more clients, they spend less money on getting a client than they spend or than they get from getting a client. It's game over. Mm -hmm. Just build from there. That's the best way to go about it. Um, if you were to if you were to approach someone and obviously you want to give them some type of value up front, like give value first. Like, what would you suggest? Like, if you were to give advice to someone, or maybe your your syllabus covers this, but I mean, besides just meeting with them face to face, like, what are some other tactics that you think would be useful for someone if they were get into it today? Starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. So I I did shit for free for a long time. Mm -hmm. I don't suggest doing it for free for very long at all, but I do suggest like I would write out five people that you know that own a business, go up to them, say, hey, um, I'll run your ads for free for two months, and if you if you get more sales and you think you want to hire me on, let's go, mm -hmm. and get at least like f five clients, and then next thing you know, you're paying all your bills and taking your girl out to dinner, <laughs> and you know. I gotta find just, a girl for us to do that. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's nice whenever, I remember the first like $500 check that I got that was outside of my regular job. I was like, I'm fucking rich. <laughs> we getting steaks, awesome. baby. Yes, sir. Surfing turf. That's so funny. I also had one time, I, I got fired from a job. Mm -hmm. um, I, <laughs> it's the only job I've ever been fired from. I went to this lunch meeting with a guy that owned, uh, he owns like a, um, they do leverage buyouts and this guy owned a few different companies and I was going to do I was going to do like a full marketing implementation for this manufacturing company I didn't know what the fuck I was doing I was like yeah $52,000 <laughs> for the next year put this big it was like a 30 not 30 probably a 20 page pitch mm. he's like oh it's a little more than I thought but okay that sounds good so we shake hands and I'm like holy shit my income just doubled in one lunch and right. I get back to my office Fired. <laughs> really? Moonlighting. Yep. Oh, wow. I was selling software, <coughs> amongst other things. Um, I was selling software to manufacturing companies, so technically that like was a client or a prospect that would have been that business's. And mm. Man. So I'm going down. What was going, going through your mind? Hole. What was going through your mind when you got back? I was fucked up, man. <laughs> I, was, I was like, how the hell? This is the biggest roller coaster of, I've ever been on. Yeah. yeah. So I remember... Like, I'm making, like, not very good money. I'm selling software, but it's just, like, the margins were so low. And it was a fun job. I had a lot of friends there. And then I was still, like, doing hustling on the side, like, trying to work for myself. So I knew I had to. And then I got this deal, the, sh the handshake. And I'm, like, get back to the office, so excited, sit down. My boss, like, an hour later, hey, can you uh, come into my office real quick? I'm like, yeah. I had no idea it was coming. And he's like, mm. and he's like, grab a seat. And then the HR lady's on the phone. Jeremy, da -da 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 -da. we have decided to terminate your employment effective immediately. I'm like, that's fucked up. What did you have me even sit down yeah. for? Man, yeah, I never thought I'd get fired from a mm. job, but I'm not entirely shocked. I'm not a very good employee. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel though. Like I, I can't. I I can be a good employee, but it's just it's not my DNA, man. Like I can't be told how high to jump. Mm -hmm. I remember I first worked at Simon out of school, and there were some like some meetings that would go on, and I'm just like, is this like I hate what I do, but can I go back and do my job, please? Because that's more fun than what we're doing, and you're having us do a project that will go nowhere just to prove a higher up a point that we can't do something they're asking us to do, mm -hmm. like. 
So you're having me waste time from productive things to just prove a point that you obviously can't convey well enough to your boss. So that's on you, not me. I was like a, a broken record, man. It was this tale as old as time. Every single time I go into this business, I want to be a hot shot. So I fucking crush it for a while. Then I get bored and then just kind of like half-ass it. Mm-hmm. And then finally either leave. Well, yeah, leave or the one time I got fired. And then like go out on my own. I'm like, fuck it. I can work for myself. I'm 22, 23, no money. And go out and do it for like two months. Wife. My now wife is like fucking furious at me for two straight months. <laughs> Get a job. God bless her for sticking with me. Um, yeah, and then do that for two months and finally pack it in, go get another job, do it all over again every time. So last time I was just like, all right, fuck it. I'm not doing this anymore. Never again. Yeah. Once you make that commitment, though, it sounds like you guys have. It's like, are you ever going to go back? can't i can't like the the closest i'll get to a boss is where i'm at so i coach uh crossfit classes so my office is in a crossfit gym and it's like yeah she's technically like my quote-unquote boss mm-hmm. but she's like she doesn't treat me like she's my boss right it's just like all right here's your schedule these are the classes that you coach this month i get paid at the end of the month it's what's shimmy at uh twr together we rise oh shit yeah so Monica. Yeah. She's the best. Yeah, she's cool as fuck. She's the best. Yeah. Um, yeah so Kyle's still there too? Oh, dude, Kyle's an animal. I just uh, did he a workout a with him today. He's a beast. Because um, I was I was like, all right, I'm not going to jump in any, any of the later classes. I knew we had this. So was, I coached the noon. And then uh, he was warming up when I was finishing coaching. I was like, hey, are you doing today's workout? He goes, yeah. I was like, you mind if I jump in? He goes, yep. And so like no one else ever wants to work out to country. So he will and I will. And so okay. we got after it. And uh Dude's an animal. They're incredible people, though. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I look up to them a lot. Like, they, they help coach me to be a better coach. I get good feedback. Um, but, yeah, we just opened. So we're at uh, 96 in, like, Benford, right mm-hmm. next to that Home Depot. There's a Books and Brews. Yep. So we're in that same. I live right over there. Yeah, we're in that same complex by that Books and Brews. Okay, I didn't Right know next that. to that closed closet. Yeah, I need to come visit. She's been trying to get me to do CrossFit for years. Dude, come. Uh, no chance. He's been trying to get me too. Dude, no come. Way. Yeah, I'm both you guys come. Come next week. Get no, mentally man. ready. You know, come next week. I'll give you a few extra days. I'll pick a. Nah. I'll cherry pick a good workout, which we never want people to cherry pick. But I'll do it, and uh, I'll do it with you guys. So <laughs> What's we can that sweet offer you give me we, for first class free or something. We can. Yeah, dude. We got complimentary class. Okay. okay. So you can try it out. Um, and I know are they're great people. Yeah, they really are. and we just opened uh, Westfield. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> no yeah. chance. Maybe later, as uh, Kenny Powers would say, I'm not trying to be the best at working out. Oh, it's so different though. It's got so. It's funny. So we had both Monica and Kyle on on our show, and we talk about how there's a, a bad stigma around cross. You mind just top topping a brother off? Oh, I'd love to. Oh, thank. I mean, treat yourself first. But uh, so we talk about it, and it's it's under. This episode is brought to you by Ten Cup American Whiskey. I know we're usually uh, doing Blue Moon Light Sky, but Daddy over here is not uh, <laughs> drinking any beer. I was getting a little fluffy you, around sir. the got, around the edges. We got so third no person beer. Daddy talking. Um, and, and so we talked about it, and I understand the stigma and how it gets like, oh, it's it's elitist. You know, it. you destroy your joints, you get hurt all the time. Man, you can get hurt 
picking up a box when you're moving. Right. You so can. so what yeah. what I like about it, um, we hammer uh, technique first, then consistency. I agree with that. Then intensity, and you're taught how to pick things up. You deadlift. You push things over your head. You press. You you do an overhead squat. I saw this one lady, uh, Jillian Michaels, mm -hmm. some famous person who thinks she knows a lot, doesn't really know a lot. She had she got in some hot water for her saying fat people aren't healthy. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, man. God. I'll just pack on 50 unhealthy LBs yeah. and I'll be right as Still rain. Early. But uh, it's also, so we should be able to do all those functional things. Mm -hmm. But then it, it tests your range of motion. So like, I got humbled the other day. Like my right shoulder is less mobile than my left. My left. Yeah, I'm working on overhead squats. That's my 2021 thing. Okay. You know, I want to do a 135 overhead, which is lofty but doable. And I can't do it on my right side with just a dumbbell or kettlebell on my right side. It's like, okay, I'm mad because I can't do it. But now I know what I need to fix. So it, it, it really uh, points out flaws and balances and things to, to work on where if I were just going to LA doing my own thing, I probably wouldn't do that. I probably wouldn't yeah. train that way. Um, and everything is scalable. It's like we have people 60 plus years old, you know, doing box jumps, yeah, doing deadlifts. And I'm not like, saying CrossFit isn't great. It's, yeah, it's one of the best ones out there. It's just like, um, I mean, it's, you're you're pretty much an athlete. Like you're working on becoming an athlete, and like you said, yeah, it has a stigma for people getting hurt. But you get mm -hmm. hurt anytime you play a sport. Mm -hmm. Like eventually, you're gonna get hurt. And I'm just not trying yeah. to get hurt. Work weight <laughs> weightlifting. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, that's a nice thing. You can always scale down to as light as you need. Uh, you know, if you can't do a box jump, okay, put a, a plate on the ground and jump on that. So like, you can always fuck with things and, and change it up to fit where you want to be. And every fucking person that does CrossFit is in great shape. So I'll get that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> people are in good shape. Um, not saying you can't get in great shape not doing CrossFit. Like that's not the only way to do it. But uh, yeah, I didn't think I'd be as gung ho, but I like a lot of things about it. And I understand stigmas, though, too. Mm -hmm. I get where people get it from. Monica actually wrote a, an article for Any Fitness Mag that was called The Church of CrossFit. Mm. And she was like, I was so against it for so long, but the article was about like how she went from being against it because her gym was called Kaha Fitness, yeah. which was one of the first gyms that we visited, and Strebel broke some of her weights. Shout out, Ryan. <laughs> Spilled sand all over the place. Oh, <laughs> man. And you, don't, it, you yeah. don't drop an empty barbell either. Yeah. You get a side eye for that shit. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she wrote that article about the Church of CrossFit and mm. understanding why it has such a good following because it's effective. Yeah, yeah, I was super against it. Yeah, and then I tried it. Then I was like, okay, you'll hurt your joints if you don't move properly. Yeah, I'm sure so, I would like it, but I'm still yeah. not gonna do it. Yeah, if, if you <laughs> if you're coached well into it, then you will do well with it. It's if you have. A bad gym that's being poorly coached, you will perform poorly and get hurt. Yeah. So. Yeah, Monica, I freaking love Monica. She's she, so uh, cool. She had, there was one CrossFit gym in town. We're not going to mention it, but she was like, hey, they tried to do this, this, and this, and they never were allowed to be on Indie Fitness Mag ever. Wow. Wow. They wrote us all the time. Nah. Dang. Don't do shady shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're uh, they're super good people. Her and Kyle Westfield location just opened up. Where at? Um, fuck, it's right off thirty one. So I live at one hundred ninety first. It's probably like uh, 
close to like Clay Terrace area ish. Westfield. Man, I I don't know what else it's. What's that? Have you been to Thrive Fit? No, I haven't. But it's probably I think like within ten minutes probably from there because there are a lot of people that left Thrive to join TWR actually. Thrive's um, facility is fucking awesome. Really? Yeah, I've been there. Used to be Lift Lab North. And I guess they sold it to Thrive, but it's a dope building. Mm. Yeah, I've not been. You what? I've not been there. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah, good people, good gyms, good coaches, so yeah, I like it. But yeah, that's where my office is at too. Okay. The ninety six in Benford. So it, it's it's nice. Well, uh, you get lunch sometime then. Yeah, dude, hundred percent. I didn't know cigars? you cigars? uh rarely, but yeah. I will. Like yeah. it's not really my thing. Yeah. But like if I do a cigar it'll be a short light one. Yeah. I like the lighter cigars. The dark one's just too harsh, man. Oh, I can't yeah, I do it. Do I smoke cigars a lot more in the summer, but I smoke them couple times a week in the summer but they always have to be light i don't fuck with that like yeah Robusto shit no yeah. thank you when i was in high school though like hookah bars for days yeah. man four right days below us. yeah i don't do that shit yeah because no. i thought it was super healthy because of the water and then it's like you don't think about super tobacco healthy. and coal <laughs> yeah i got sold that bullshit and it's, it's like no you're to, it, yeah. at the end of a long night it's easy to just end in the night though, though. yeah right but you're like you know <laughs> equivalent of like ripping 100 heaters within an hour of doing hookah damn now i kind of want to Go rip a fucking hookah. Hey, hey man, like, I'm wide open. <laughs> Dude, I fell into this trap uh, where I would I would get, like, a disposable e-cig. This was, like, <coughs> right after college. Whenever I would, like, take Adderall and just, like, work all night, I would get a disposable e-cig and mm-hmm. have my Addy going hard, some caffeine, and then some nicotine. And then eventually I found myself smoking an e-cig every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And last year, and... Um, one night I was driving home from a gas station. I had my e-cig and I had an energy drink. I'm like, man, you got to reevaluate. <laughs> this, this is not who you thought you were going to be when you were six. Yeah, <laughs> when uh, you were six. And then I had Dare did my, not do you well. Yeah, I had my son come and I was like, man, I don't want to see him. I don't want him to see me smoking an e-cig. Mm-hmm. So just went a full year without smoking an e-cig after being addicted nice, to dude. it. Congrats. I'm give myself nice. a pat on the back. Hell yeah. Good self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. that's good. You know, I still my- like nicotine though. Love it. Yeah, a little dose here and there. You know. Yeah, it's good. Uh, some people use it for like cognitive enhancement. Like yeah, people that's like what a, I use it like for. a Ben Greenfield. Kind of turned into like every day. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. That's why you do cigars. Why? Why use the Zen pouches too? Mm, so I okay. can't be doing those all day. I'll be fucked up. Yeah. So I use the Zen pouches when I work now. It's yeah. a lot harder to form a habit that way. Yeah. I used to dip a lot. You Col- used to college. Yeah. I used to yeah, and then like a year or two out of college, and I'm like, all right. With what I'm trying to get into, I can't be a guy who also chews and then yeah. gives you nutrition and movement advice and all that. <laughs> shit. I like I can't do it. that. But man, I fucking loved it. I yeah. loved it. It's good stuff. Like, yeah, I'd I think be almost going to a gym for like an indie fitness mag thing and like ripping my e cig in my car right before I go into this gym. Yeah. <laughs> Mister Indie Fitness Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it never really affected yeah. my my lungs too bad, but. Um, yeah. There were, there were some times where I went a little too hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about almost four years strong, not dipping. Nice. That was a hard one to quit, though. Yeah, have like, you guys had any other things that have been, like, hard to quit? Uh, that was probably the hardest for me. talk about our addictions. And yeah, life. yeah, that was probably the hardest for me was dip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't. I can't put a finger on anything I, unless you want to call bang energy drinks an addiction. But oh, I got that shit bad. I'm still yeah. on the reins every day. I say you yeah, got, I you got that dreamsicle. I interchange yeah, between the two. That's a good Bro, flavor I get, though. I get two cases every other week from Amazon. Same, because because I think it's like <laughs> off Amazon, it's like a dollar forty per mm-hmm. if you get the twelve pack or whatever, and at a gas station, it's like yeah. two or three yeah. bucks. So. My, Financials. Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> one of my goals last year was, one, I was going to not smoke the e-cig anymore. I did that. And then, two, I was no longer allowed to buy a Bang or Rain Energy drink at a gas station. I had to order them in bulk. Mm. So I spent, like, mm. $3 every time. Yeah. You yeah. get it for $1.50. Add yeah. up. Yeah. But, like, at least those, like, the, the zero sugar. I don't know what all goes yeah. into them. I'm sure there's some, some stuff in there. I'm sure I have cancer, but at least there's yeah. no sugar. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone's got cancer cells in their body. Yeah. Like, just everyone does. It's how your body reacts, immune system health, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We can go down that rabbit hole. But Let's do it. Yeah. I'm down. But, I mean, yeah, so it's, you know, there's a – I was actually talking to – guy's nurse practitioner at the gym today and we were talking about our whole healthcare system and i forget it's either 75 or 80 percent of healthcare spending is spent on chronic diseases that could be mitigated and fixed with lifestyle mm-hmm. so it's like imagine like i don't know the solution to our healthcare system i know it's not the best i know it's not the worst but eventually financially it will ruin us but i don't know the answer <clears throat> um but we were saying, imagine if like half of those people changed a little bit of lifestyle and, and like healthcare spending goes way down, way, way down. Um, oh, there we go. Got your zen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's the chronic inflammation that drives so much disease where it's like, especially sleep. Sleep is like the number one thing that people undervalue. You know, sleep is when you restore. I know I... I've been bad the last last few nights too. (laughs) Like I've been, you know, five, six hours. I need good seven to eight, but that's the number one thing above all else. If like, oh, my diet's not that great. Your sleep should be the best. Mm -hmm. And then you look at food. Have you heard the, uh, so this might just be me like giving myself a cop out, but have you heard of like (laughs) a theory of uh, sleep cycles in a week instead of hours? trying to think i listened to sleep doctor on joe rogan a while back i forget if you talked oh, that about was a that good episode yeah almost Dr. scary though matthew something yeah british yeah. guy yeah yeah very good episode almost scared me into going to bed right away oh, yeah, it's like <laughs> alzheimer's oh, okay i'm going to sleep <laughs> yeah right right yeah that time but it's like yeah it's uh you know people think working out's the hard part no it's the recovery adaptation yeah which sleep it that's what helps your body fight shit off yeah so I work out every day, but I haven't had a consistent sleep schedule in like five years. Mm. Nah, probably like three years. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Sleep is big, man, and I'm bad about it too. I'm not perfect. Yeah, it's like, the worst part is I know it's <laughs> fucked up, but I just I love the solitude at night, man. I just mm-hmm. can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we probably talked about that on your podcast, didn't we? I don't know. We talked about a lot of shit. We had a whole board of topics. That we yeah, ran we through. That yeah, we, we ran did. through. You guys were much more prepared than I was. That's all good. I, was, yeah, I, I, I like it right like this. Yeah, though. yeah. I like, yeah, I like just. I like just rolling it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying about the 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 night hours, like yeah. the solitude, the mm-hmm. no one's bothering you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same. Like whether you wake up early in the morning or stay up late at night. Like if you can find that zone. Yeah, it's all you need. Dude, as mm-hmm. a man, there's nothing better than solitude. Um, I haven't talked about this very much publicly, but my son was in the hospital for the first six months of his life. So thanks to COVID, my wife and I couldn't be there together. 
so we had to take shifts so basically we didn't see each other for six months but um yeah it was the hardest but like i've never grown so much in my life as Mm -hmm. i did this year mostly because of that like covid was literally nothing in my life this year compared to my son like being alive and now he's doing great so thanks for anybody that would ask he's doing awesome um but we didn't get to see each other for like six months basically i really like that solitude yeah i was alone all day every day and it was nice mm-hmm. it was real nice uh isolation is not really like healthy but i i did 75 hard during it that was the one of the best things that's one of my top accomplishments in life if you guys have heard of that you mm-hmm. should definitely do it what is it 75 hard it's the first form uh program I've not done it, but I'm familiar with it. Fucking unreal. It's not even like about like I got in really good shape, but it was more like the mental game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna ask what what's the biggest difference you've seen? The mental game. Yeah, man, it was like so. At the the risk of saying this for the thirtieth time on this podcast, um, it's two workouts a day. One has to be outside. Drink a gallon of water every day. Uh, Read ten pages of a personal development book what else it's been so long a couple other things sorry probably no drinking I yeah imagine. no drinking that was the one no drinking uh, no junk food you have to be on a diet and then you have to do that 75 straight days so mind you the two days for 75 straight days yeah it's a long time one has to be outside no matter what the weather's like <laughs> there was lots of 30 degree walks and mm-hmm. rain workouts not lots but a few of them but whenever you get through those, it's like, oh, man, I'm hard as motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was at the end of that, boy, I'm telling you what, I could have done anything. Mm. Anything. And just to know that I have that I've gone to that place in my life where I was so on top of shit, like, I can't wait to do it again. I'm doing it again mm-hmm. this year. Nice. It's the best Except thing I've ever done for myself. 75, 75 days. days. Oh, that's what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Sorry. You'll catch up. So seventy-five that's, days. Yeah, that's. If you miss one thing, in any of those days, you have to start over. I heard you talking on one of your episodes. Uh, you were halfway through a cooking. You're like, damn, I gotta start over. Yeah. So that was whenever I did the second phase of it. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't halfway. I was uh, like, I was maybe a week into it, and I went and got uh, lunch. And every time, so I like, I would get blaze pizza and every time I get blaze, I get two cookies coming fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Their cookies are delicious. And I just got my normal order. I picked them up, obviously eat the cookies first. And I was like, fuck halfway through the cookie. I'm like, I'm on 79. Mm. Yeah. So I fucked that up. So yeah, I didn't do the full. So the whole thing's called the live hard program. And there's like 75 hard, then phase one, two and three. And you have to do it all within a year. So I'm going to, restart 75 hard this year phase one's a bitch you gotta do like five minute cold shower every day it's 30 days but you do all the 75 hard stuff plus cold shower um you have to win every day on the power list which is another great tool for people to use um and there's some oh yeah 10 minutes of visualization that's Mm. good for you Mm. um you said reading uh a book or something yeah it's 10 pages of a personal development okay book. gotcha yep that was part of the 75 part but that phase one boy that kicked my ass i i tried twice and failed dang yeah that's tough two days are tough man that's when mm-hmm. people like, gotta eat a lot extra if you're doing two days your body's taking some hits mm. yeah dude oh yeah one of the things you have to do is you have to take a progress picture every day dude the fucking 
every day if you just like scroll through these pictures like from the beginning to the end it's crazy mm, i bet like two days and you can't be eating shit and drinking crazy yeah. difference in the body yeah but the biggest thing was the mind absolutely i'm obsessed with that i can't wait to do it again yeah that's yeah. hardcore man i'm not done it i'm intrigued by it but then i'm like man how do i feel after some of our like workouts at the gym like i feel like Death. Tough. But that's probably when I would like so do like a, a walk. A walk, yeah. Yeah. So okay. walks count. Has to be cool. four, they have to be forty five minute workouts. Oh dang. Okay. Two times forty five minutes. Damn. When you first did it, did you have anybody else doing it with you, or were you just doing it by yourself? No, I did it by myself to stay sane because it was like whenever shit was really hard with my kid. Mm. Yeah. Um. We were living at the hospital, basically going back and forth every day, thirty or thirty minutes there and back, yeah. switching out, and then like. Like, he was in good, con- like, I don't know about, not good condition. He's very fragile. Like, there for, like, two months, we were, like, every day, like, I hope he's still here. That oh, was, damn. That was tough. Uh, I don't even want to go down the road and start crying. It's all good. Um, little bastard is mm-hmm. tough as nails, though. So, he's still here, and he's doing really well. Um, he's funny as shit. Got that Love ancient that Greek. He got that Spartan blood, man. Yeah. Not, he's not gonna up. get taken out. He's a warrior. Yeah, but I mean, like, so people would always be like, "Oh, he's a fighter." I'm like, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. But you, I mean, until you see it, it's like it's mm-hmm. really true. Yeah. Like some of these kids, it's fucking sad. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be working with Riley for the rest of my life. Yeah. I owe That's him awesome. So much for his for his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had like the rarest thing. He's one of. 50 people ever that were born with what he's been what he was born and damn. 90, 90% of them don't make it to birth Fuck. and then from there 50% of them don't make it past birth so he's like one of like four three or four people that actually lived wow to tell the tale of what he had wow. it's called chaos if anybody wants to look into it wow and so we say he brought chaos into the world because then came covid <laughs> yeah, and it all happened Thanks, in 2020. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just perfect. Man. Man. Tough little guy. Way to ruin your own podcast, Jeremy. Get all hot and heavy. Anyway, 75 hard is a must. Yeah. Hmm. If, you're, if you're somebody that, like, struggles with discipline or don't know, like, how much you have in the tank, God damn, it's the best thing I've ever hmm. done for myself. Might have to. Oh, Tim, we might have to dabble this year. Dip our toe in the water. Yeah, I'd love to. Drink some Kool-Aid. I think it's good to do stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. like trial period. Like, obviously, you should be living healthy all the time and keeping your mind sharp. But mm-hmm. those things are good because, obviously, it's tough to do that every day for your whole life. But, yeah. like, if you do it for 75 days, that might set you on, like, a more, like, streamlined track. To, my body was yeah. fucked. Like, my hips were so fucked. But, like, but, you can't miss a workout or you have to start over. Yeah. Like, yeah. If only you knew a guy in rehab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Wait, the, so what, what types of workouts were you doing outside? Like, what was your, besides the walks, what, what was So the gyms job? were closed. That, I forgot about that. Yeah. So oh, gyms were all dang. closed. So I was going to the park in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I was doing okay. fucking mad pull-ups. I was like, I was up to like 25 strict pull-ups easy. Um, and then just shit in my, in my house outside. I did a lot of walks, at, like at night. That's that solitude coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Learned a lot about, like, the history of business, which is, I'm just obsessed with the Reconstruction era. Or like the Gilded Age, basically from Civil War to like early 1900s, unbelievable. Like we're we're so fucking lucky to be in America because of that generation. Um, yeah, I learned a lot. Been getting all on soapboxes recently. Sorry, guys. It's all hey, your show, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys take us here. there. Um, 
How many episodes have you guys done on Off the Dome? We're like 150 or something, something like that ish. Yeah. That's yeah, we and we've. I mean, we, we took we a couple months we off. We haven't even been on our regular like frequency either. Yeah, we yeah. took a couple months off. Just, uh, I mean, between me trying to get like my shit rolling, mm-hmm. Tim was in his transition out of work, so it's like we we just had a lot of life going on. So, so I'm like, oh, it's an excuse. Like, yeah, but we had to like, we gotta get paid. Yeah. You know, gotta pay the bills. But like, we still had things that we were doing but yeah we probably took a good solid month even from like posting shit on socials because we just had to oh, really? probably yeah we had to narrow in our own stuff i'd say probably a month we mm-hmm. didn't post on social media for a bit yeah which in the back of my mind i'm like oh man like i need to do something but then it's like mm-hmm. you gotta do what you gotta do to get paid too you guys are so, one of the best shows in the city i appreciate that no, thank yeah. you i appreciate that yeah. um it's called off the dome radio off right? the dome mm-hmm. radio yeah. yeah yeah i love it i I followed you guys. I'm like, God, I got to get on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it happened. I well, was I was tra- I'm trying to think. Oh, there's uh, Marquise who was like, yeah. yo, you should have Jeremy McGrew. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, man, right. I don't know who that is. And he's like, oh, any fitness mag? I was like, I, fuck, I, I'm living under some type of rock. <laughs> and uh, that's when we connected. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we've had Marquise on. Uh, he was probably one of our earlier guests, like, Probably oh, yeah. first 50 episodes or mm-hmm. something right after yeah, he listened, yep. yeah he summited uh kilimanjaro and so he came on after he did kilimanjaro he's one of my favorite people dude every dude. time i talk to him I, we just have like there's some people where like I, I have like a good cordial relationship with and you know we'll just talk about surface shit but like every single time i talk to that mm-hmm. dude it's like straight to the deep shit. incredible hard hitting comp yes yeah. yeah he works relentlessly on himself him and mm-hmm. roger i don't know if i still running um perspective words yeah, they are. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they're incredible. they're steady on that. That's yeah. like three or four years every single day posting. Yeah. Original content. And his buddy Roger runs. Um, I've not met Roger. Canal but Squad. Roger's an amazing yeah. person too. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. He's one of yeah. Those two are like two of my favorite people yeah. in the city. Marquise is a even more reason to come to TWR. Marquise is in charge of yoga. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're adding yoga at the gym. Oh man, Marquise really? is running it. I did not realize that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's our yoga instructor at the gym. Yeah, Monica was like, because I told her at our last location there was a, a, a side room with a projection screen, and she's got a subscription to Les Mills, which has got amazing uh, programming and to- content, a lot of good body flow yoga stuff like that, and. Uh, had to take pics for Marquis. Sorry, folks. And um, so you could like do it on your own time. You just play a video, do your own yoga. And I was like, oh man, like Monica, I really do miss like some yoga. She's like, well, I've been trying to get yoga here. I was like, oh, how like how soon are you trying to do this? She goes, Not now. I was like, <laughs> I, I know a guy. I was like, teaches at Hot Room. He he's no slouch, uh, good human. And funny enough, our house DJ that will have if we like put on an event so like the opening of Westfield we had our DJ come uh Godzillist hmm. yeah and so I guess him and Marquise are buddies and she asked him like hey do you know like Marquise oh yeah great dude and so she's like all right yeah so we had a couple uh trial sessions of yoga so should be steady in the next month or two like Good. once or twice a month he did an event there with uh Disturbing Comfort like a year or two ago Mike. Mm sense of time has gone out the window this year but yeah he did that uh jeremy stevens has his clothing brand is serving cup com- mm-hmm. disturbing comfort that's doing really well yeah um, yeah he's crushing his business yeah. we had him on the show too oh did you yeah he's Good. dude's I on know, it on. man yeah dude is on it. yeah he's he's fun fun cat to talk to yeah 
we uh it's always weird whenever so i had jeremy miller that we were talking about earlier it's mm-hmm. like jeremy and jeremy talking to each other <laughs> so yeah i do need to have jeremy stevens on I, I need to get back in this podcast shit i really have a good time with it it's so fun like good we just we just drink. like talk yeah that yeah, talk to some homies yeah you know it's a good excuse like ah hey i'm sorry i had to drink today we were recording yep. um <laughs> we've talked to super cool people like yacht brokers like music artists we got another music artist that reached out wants to get on the show so it's like it's cool you see artists that know each other they see their boy on they're like hey man like can i be on the show like so um working with uh, another guy to nail down another mm-hmm. rapper on on the show so before i forget where can we find your show itunes spotify um just search off the dome radio yeah and yeah. the instagram's just at off the dome at off the dome radio okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah one thing you about that good with the ig too by the way yeah appreciate that thank yeah. you yeah that podcast <coughs> it's just amazing to like learn about people and, and what keeps them going and everyone has their thing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just especially when we talk to business owners like people that have invested so much time into providing value for their people like um uh, Gloria with the Gloria Morris. Yeah, with the float. With yeah, the float sixties. So we had a lady who has three different locations for a floating business. You know, like the float really? tanks. Yeah. Uh, no. So okay. up in Northwest Indiana, she's got one at like the end of my parents' neighborhood, and she's got a couple Chicago locations. Actually, her South Loop location was uh, destroyed, rioted, all that, Fuck. all that business. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, but. It was super interesting to see because she's like, yeah, a lot of people think like we make tons of money. Like, no, I'm running five oceans in my business yeah. <laughs> and keeping it all clean, like pristine. Like, cause some run it nasty and yeah. she's got a tight ship. Yeah. But yeah, she's super cool cat. Yeah. And doing that for the first time too, floating for the first time. Did you guys get yeah. to float? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, awesome, yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. 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 I love it, man. Like I've done two 60 minutes. I want to, I'll do 90 minutes next. Yeah. Cause it takes me 25 to 30 to just cut yeah. the noise out of my head. Mm-hmm. And then you get between that, uh, like meditation and sleep, where you and can't tell what's up and what's down. It's super, yeah. <laughs> super euphoric, man. Yeah. Like you get there and it's like, okay, now we're talking. Yes, I was thinking about that the other, the other day. Um, I did like a little stint with microdosing for a while at the beginning of the year, like shrooms. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And uh, I really think it'd be like very interesting to do that and float. Yeah. And like with microdosing, you're not getting like all fucked up. You're just like taking just enough to barely feel just like a little extra happy. Right, right. But yeah, uh, yeah that was a good experience doing that. It was like, I don't know, it's a good reset. I don't know if you guys have ever done anything with uh, psychedelics. We don't have to talk about it here if you don't want. But it's uh, every time I've ever like done anything with psychedelics, it's been like a great reset to just like mm-hmm. get a fresh height clean slate let's go yeah and i think stuff like that uh how you're saying should be used with an objective yes like absolutely. like some people just, just like up. it to trip balls yeah but yeah. like if like man I, I need an answer and i'm stuck not that like drugs are always the answer yeah. to the gateway but they can open some doors where it's like oh fuck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay like that that makes sense all right i need to be on this track okay where it like I said, it just opens some different things. Parts of the mind was like, okay, let's yep. tap into that. Yep. Yeah, Doing that floating would be wild. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I remember being in floating. It took me, I can shut off my brain pretty quickly. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm retarded or. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but I was I'm able to like shut down pretty quickly. I can I can fall asleep in like five less than five minutes usually. Hmm. Um, but I was in there and I was just floating, feeling great. I only made it like 45 minutes before I, my brain was like, okay, what the fuck's going on? Then I started getting like too like cognizant of where I was. And but for a while there, I was like, I didn't know what was up. I didn't know what was wet, what was air. Hmm. And it was just the cool, most surreal experience. But yeah. the guys at uh, recovery room. They, I don't know if they still have it, but they had float tanks at their Westfield location, or I'm sorry, their Carmel location, and I did it there. Where was but that? Yeah. Was that like Indy Cryo or? Uh, no, it's Recovery Room. They're, okay, they're up on the there. north side. Okay, they uh, awesome, awesome dudes. Um, they used to be called Abbey Wellness or a Better You Wellness, and they rebranded. Oh, okay, and opened some got new it, locations. Those places do good deals on first time floats, yeah. like them and. Indie uh, cryo, I think it's like thirty-five or forty for like mm-hmm. a first-time float. So I'm like, mm-hmm. shit, I'll pay that to go float for ninety minutes. It's ninety minutes. That's a good. Uh, there's an option too. I might like, have to go do that. I think the uh, shortest is sixty. It's but yeah, my my next one, I need to do ninety. Yeah. yeah. Just like if I like if I hit that stage for like a good forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh man, dangerous. I remember like getting out of that that um, float tank, just kind of feeling a little fucked up <laughs> like it's yeah weird. Kinda drunk. it's it's like yeah i just went through space time yeah yeah tim what was, how did you like your first i know we talked about it but it's been a while your first float experience do you hit that it. like between meditation yeah, and sleep like, i i meditate probably mm, like three to four times a week but That's when we good. were doing that i was really into meditation like i was doing it mm-hmm. every day so i i enjoyed doing it and it was weird just like getting in a float tank in itself because like you're like wondering like oh where am i like where am i at in here like, and your butt ass naked yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i enjoyed it like i felt i mean it was more like what i felt afterward like i felt like really mm. relaxed like really like yep. at peace the rest of the day like yep. not like tired and want to fall asleep but i felt like just everything was balanced yeah i don't know super zenned out but mm-hmm. that night's sleep is like the best sleep yes of the your sleep life. Yeah, the, the sleep is what i was like wow yeah so I w- another good way to get a good night's sleep is to do cryo and then a sauna or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it just like wipes your body out and you yeah. just sleep like a rock. I've never done cryo actually. It's pretty cool. I feel like, um, like it's, you can definitely feel it every time you do it, but mm-hmm. I th- this is just, there's, I have no science behind this, but I feel like it would be more helpful if you did it like really frequently. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a good feeling. Yeah. I think it depends on the application. I yeah. think it gets overhyped. I think localized gets overhyped. Big yeah. Because, like, cold therapy can blunt muscle building signals, too. Okay. Yeah. So, it's like, how are you using it? Like, people do ice baths. Or like, if you're just super sore and you're not, like, it wasn't post-workout. Yeah, I wouldn't advise it post-workout. Okay. Um, but, you know, it depends on the stimulus. Damn, that's crazy because I was thinking, man, I'm going to go buy like a few bags of ice. My body's fucked up right now. Yeah, if it's like, hey, it's just a recovery day for me, yeah. then yeah, by all means. Um, I got this yeah. Whoop. Have you guys seen these? Dude, I was going to ask I've you about, about that. I, I know about Whoop, um, but I've never tried it. Mm-hmm. And I was I was going to ask you how you like it. So a little, little background on me. my Since college, my like passion has been the intersection of fitness, health, and technology. And not so much like like uh, workout apps, but like some at some point, I think that we're going to be merged with computers. Mm. Uh, whether it be good or bad, it's going to happen regardless. And I'm very interested to see where that goes. But 
Um, I've tried a bunch of different wearables and this is the only one that like one is actually helpful and two, like I don't even notice I'm wearing it. Like hmm, it's just okay. part of me now. It never comes off. Super comfortable. Super comfortable. Um, waterproof. Fucking amazing. So how does it, I mean, what are the benefits of it so far? Like, how has it helped you? Like Biggest thing, so my sleep schedule is fucked up, as I've mentioned a million times on this show. Well, you can fall asleep in five minutes. Yeah, but it doesn't Go mean to my bed, schedule bro. is very good. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I showed my wife my monthly recap yesterday. My sleep schedule is literally... <laughs> Oh, gee, just <laughs> huge down, spikes down, and dips. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'll sleep 10 hours one day, two hours a day, every other day. That's why I was talking about the sleep cycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the theory is, like, if you get 35 sleep cycles in in a week, then that's good. Okay. Um, so, that's kind of, like, my go-to. And that's, like, that deep REM. Yeah. Got it. So, a, a sleep cycle would, yeah, going okay. through the full cycle of the brain. Got it. Okay, yeah. And getting 35 of those in a week. Um, I don't know if that's, like, legit, but... I heard it on from Aubrey Marcus, who I trust. Okay, smart cat. And uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, it also makes me not feel like a dumbass for not yeah. sleeping. I I can't speak much on it just because like I'd be talking out my ass mm-hmm. if I if I did. But uh, man, it sounds like it could be another way to. It's like okay, if mm-hmm. you you know, it's like nutrition. You people are like oh, I've ruined that day. No, look at your week. Yeah. Like, did you hit your whole overall calories in the week? So mm-hmm. maybe sleep can be the same. I'll have to re-listen to yeah, that so podcast with Joe Rogan. To get back to the whoop, it, yeah, yeah. So what it does, is it takes, it gives you a recovery score every day. So like where your body's at, and it's based on like sleep, uh, your heart rate variability, and I'm sure other things that I'm not smart enough to comprehend. And it just like lets me know where my body is every day, and it's like super accurate. Like I can I can tell the difference between a 90% day versus like a I'm sure I'm like in the 40s today. Mm. So it's square out of 100? Yes. Okay. I've, the highest I've ever had is a 94. And it like constantly updates? I'm a 51% today. So you get a new recovery score every day after you wake up. Okay, so it's every morning. Um, yeah. And I'm also like liking the calories, which is uh, very simple. Like a lot of different things do that. But I'm liking the calories because got a little chubby before thanksgiving and it's like holy shit didn't we all yeah. <laughs> so does it track consumed and burned not burned or i'm sorry not consumed not consumed just i burned. wish it did there's some uh, say man if there's something that does that like that would help tremendously there's one technology that's like i don't know how accurate it is but it's based it like is looking at your blood like via light just the same way the heart rate monitor works and it can uh-huh. somehow tell you how many calories you've consumed Okay. Not really sure on anything past that, but yeah. Once we can get like in and out, like that's gonna change shit for a lot of people. Oh, dude, that's yeah, that's huge. The so only way these apps are gonna be helpful is if they're every is if everything's completely passive. People don't want to sit. Average people don't want to sit on their phones and push it in. Right. Right. Yeah, my fitness pal is is super convenient, but it's also mm. a pain. Like I hate tracking shit. Yeah, I, I really track. do. Um, I don't do it a lot, but if I know like. All right, I've been low on calories. Mm-hmm. Then I'll I'll start tracking and see where I'm at. So, did you try the Apple Watch first at all? I did. I didn't really like it. I had a first gen though. Okay. So it was a while back. So I talked to a lot of people that like it, but then like I just don't want to get it because everyone's like, "Oh, you get used to it when it buzzes for like a text or a Snapchat or this and that." And I'm like, "No, you don't." Because as you say that, five minutes later, you got a text. You look at your watch while I'm talking to you. Yes. So I stopped time. talking. I, I just that. stopped talking. I swear. And then they're like, "Oh no, I'm listening." No, you're fucking not. Yeah. You're not listening. And I'm like, you know what? I like a good looking timepiece. 
Mm-hmm. I w- Amen. Yeah, I That's like exactly a, I like I a, a, some good wristwatch, and it's like, eh, I want something that looks good. And like, if you have a whoop on the other side, you're covered. But yeah. I know a lot of people still love their Apple Watch. Yeah. But I would get so distracted. I've had a patient before where it's like they took a phone call in the middle of our session. So I stop. It's like, hey, this is your time, and I'm not going over for you into my next appointment. So Rolly this for my birthday this year. Oh, dude. Can't wait. Dirty devil. Oh, man. Two-tone, just the Datejust, which is like their entry level. Uh, two-tone with a probably a white face. Mm. It's going to be nice. Sleek. Love it. And my, ring, my wedding ring is two-tone, so it's going to match perfectly. Match well, mm. yeah. Nice. Consistency. I like it. Yeah. Nice. I like a little gold, but I'm not tan enough to be rocking gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have a favorite timepiece or a favorite brand? No, I, I don't know watches that well. Yeah. I just like a good looking watch. Like yeah. I don't really care who makes it. I'm not mm. crazy into it. It's not like my thing. Yeah. But I like just a good looking mm-hmm. timepiece. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I'm not like, like a timepiece pro, but what I would love to offer the people that are listening to this is don't go buy like a Macy's like Hugo Boss watch. Like Oh really? Yeah. Um because that the value of that goes to zero eventually but if you have like a, a higher end like an omega like you can get for like 1500 that's never going to go to zero really yeah huh. and there's like a humongous after aftermarket trade of watches humongous hmm. like a lot of people make money buying and selling watches interesting so if you if you save up a little bit extra money if like having a nice watch is important to you get something that's nice that's not like a clothing brand name get something that's like a watch brand name Mm. you can resell that yeah and get whatever your next one is i only know of omega because james bond he says omega yep rolex (laughs) omega yeah nice they had had like a james bond edition uh watch that came out with the last movie so it's got a laser inside yeah laser and uh, um triggers bombs Beautiful. Mm. Yep. Uh, now that's up my alley. And yeah. <laughs> you can't get shot no matter how many times people shoot at you. Can't get shot. Man, that would be a good resale value yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> fits in my daily life. Always getting shot at. <laughs> what, else is, what else is good? Um, like Invicta gets like a lot of people to buy them. I don't know what the resale on those is. Is, I don't think it's I think it's like kind of like the the line where it's like above that like you can get a resale value out of it below that you won't get much hmm. got a like a $450 Hugo Boss watch because I thought Hugo Boss was the shit because I thought I was a boss <laughs> <laughs> but I was a dumbass like making like 45 grand a year buying everything Hugo Boss hmm. jackass <laughs> and uh, had a Hugo Boss watch my, my wife actually bought it for me it was nice but it's it's a clothing brand. It's not a watch mm. brand. Went down in value. Yeah, I sold it for a hundred, mm. which is whatever. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. You can you can make money off pretty much anything: shoes, watches, mm-hmm. trading cards. I'm trying to get in the trading cards game soon. That's a big one, thanks so, to Gary V. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I feel like I'm trying to find a good platform to do it on because I feel mean? like there's a like a like you know how there's StockX for shoes mm-hmm. i'm trying to find the next one for for trading cards because a lot of people use ebay right now but yeah. ebay's like big there's a lot of like startups that are creating like a, a marketplace for trading cards so i'm trying to find a good one and so i'm glad we got here because i just brought all my old pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards from my parents place wow there's some coin that and beanie babies 
If you got old <laughs> Beanie Babies. No, I'm not even fucking with uh, you. No, I'm not. Some are 15 hundo a what? pop. Yeah, but I got like still like the tag on it. And so I brought 10 of them down. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put these on my eBay and see if they sell. But I'll look at some of these like low end, like two, three, four, five hundred, high end, 15, 16, 1700. Fucking Beanie Babies, dude. That's crazy. So like, yeah, and some Pokemon cards going for 500 a card. So if you guys have old Pokemon cards, any of that shit, yeah, start start working that because that's my next thing is I'm going to post those on my eBay and just see what happens. There's a lot of money in cards. You trying to do baseball cards, Tim? Uh, mostly NBA because that's, that's where my expertise is. You know is. that the most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are an expert. All right, like, true or false, LeBron's the GOAT. False. False. How dare you? Get off my shit. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right, it was time to go anyway. You know I, I, I don't what? discredit his talent. But Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. Okay, it's just like saying Babe Ruth's the greatest baseball player ever. Well, I can't really. I don't know baseball as well, but like. I will give LeBron credit. Like he he's making a good case for himself now because he's done such a good job of taking care of his body. Like yeah. he like he invests Talk millions into his body mm-hmm. each year, and just gonna allow him to play longer. And yeah. Michael Jordan only played like what thirteen years mm-hmm. total, something like that. And it's like things. Uh, there's just it's such a different time from science, data, yeah. tech. Yeah. It's like okay, mm-hmm. if we put both in their prime in a modern age. I don't know, man. Like, Michael Jordan was doing unspeakable things before people was, knew it was existed. Mm-hmm. Like, he was very much ahead of his time, but yeah. you can't tell me that he would be LeBron. <sighs> I probably bigger, could. Bigger, <laughs> faster, stronger. Yeah, LeBron is 6'9", like 250. So, Yeah, Tim and I talked. We're, we're <laughs> questioning if uh, LeBron was all natural in Miami. He, he, was he, big had boy. To, he had to have big been, boy. Did you see what he looked like he his was, first season back, like when he returned to Cleveland? Like what he looked like in Cleveland versus yeah. what he looked. Like. Yeah, his I don't know. Year, man. Or, I Miami's don't got some things going yeah. on. <laughs> his, I mean, his last year in Cleveland, the first time, he was fucking like two eighty. Yeah, yeah, big. Yeah, and and he was what like six nine, six, six eight. eight, six, he, eight. he could have stepped onto the field for the Cleveland Browns and been like a. A top ten tight end. Yeah, he probably still could. Yeah. Probably. So big. Yeah. He was all state receiver as like what a sophomore or freshman. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I love Michael Jordan. Like I don't discredit LeBron's talents. Like he's best right now, hands down. Of all Year time 18. though. Yeah. All time though, man. I just. I'm always gonna. I mean, I went to high school in Chicago. Uh, like okay. so. The yeah. Truth comes out. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> but hey. Indiana, born and raised, but yeah. went to high school in this city, and it's just it's Michael Jordan, man. Like, yeah, I love. I was obsessed with him. Yeah, and, but yeah, I'm just big on the uh, LeBron train. The Last Dance documentary <clears throat> was on. It was good. Now, it was if they good. do one about LeBron, I'm gonna be a little salty. It's gonna be like, a long like, fucking one about LeBron. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like that was MJ's shtick. Yeah, they're like, definitely gonna do one. MJ's the the Space, Space Jam, Jam with LeBron, yeah. I ain't gonna watch it. Oh. Like I'm not gonna watch the second You're Top gonna Gun. Watch it. There are Come movies on. you don't recreate. Space Jam, Top Gun. You just don't do it again. Um, you don't do it. I kind of agree with you there. I feel like, like any, you're not gonna make a second deserves, Angels in the Outfield. If anybody deserves to do Space Jam, though, it's LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I won't disagree with that, but I just don't think there should be a second. Yeah, I, I can. I can it's like, get where's Bugs message. Bunny's loyalty now? Where are you at, dude? I mean, which which side of the tracks with, you landing on? He's gonna go with LeBron because LeBron's better. He wants to win. Bucks Bunny's a winner. <clears throat> Michael Jordan was his first basketball friend, though. 
Yeah, Tell me Newman the, from Seinfeld coming in. The, <laughs> then there's going to be... down the golf hole. <laughs> Big that, ass Newman. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm fixing the divot. Huh. He's fixing He's the divot. Fixing <laughs> but, but then now there's going to be a whole separate discussion, whole separate Twitter feed about who's yeah. the better actor. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. You All know right. what? Got some Shaq in Shazam. <laughs> there. Yeah. Problem okay. solved. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's an old movie. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Old Shaq. Could have been a beast. I was listening. You guys ever listened to Valuetainment? Mm-mm. Patrick Bed David. I know follow. who that is. Yeah, yeah great follow. Uh, he had he was talking about like how not to be an, an underachiever, and he was talking about like Shaq versus Muggsy Bogues. Like Muggsy Bogues was five three, but he was in the NBA for like thirteen years. Mm-hmm. Huge overachiever. Shaq was like the biggest motherfucker ever, one of the greats of all time, but didn't overachieve. He he was an achiever. He was an underachiever, but he just achieved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, that boy could have been. I don't know why he never stepped back from the free throw line since it was so, like, he had so much force. Step back a little bit. You can do that. As long as you're in your space, step back, man. He's still so dominant. But it, yeah. yeah. Well, that's. But it's like I a mean, grapefruit in his hand. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why him and Kobe well. had kind of a tough yeah. relationship because Kobe, Kobe was an overachiever. Yeah. But yeah. Well, he Shaq learned different wasn't. languages of guys on the team. Like, he'd speak Spanish to Pau Gasol. Mm-hmm. I think he was learning Italian, too. Like He grew up in Italy. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. His okay. dad played over there. Oh, yeah. So learned me some things, Italy. fellas. Yeah. yeah. And so he was, like, fluent in Italian. Mm-hmm. Damn. Have you guys, uh, you guys know Tim Grover? I've heard oh, that. Oh, is that his trainer? Kobe and Michael's trainer? Yeah. Yeah, his yeah. His book, Relentless, is another one of those. It's like, if you're somebody that wants to go places, read that fucking book. You're okay. Right walls. Okay. As a yeah, big time book. Yeah, I listened to a few podcasts that he was on yeah. as a guest, and it's really interesting to hear his perspective about working with those guys. Yeah, and <laughs> same thing with he like he says D Wade is like up there with him. Mm. Mm. It's too bad his knees gave out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a D Wade fan. I liked him a lot. Yeah, he was fun to watch, especially like right before LeBron went there. He was arguably just as good as LeBron. Mm. Man, I miss the old T Mac days. Oh. <gasps> Old T Mac, man. Killer. Savage. If you get you I'm sure you've seen like uh I forget what game it was, but he scored like thirteen points and I mean Yes. <laughs> I remember that game. Oh my gosh. That dude was nasty. And the T Mac shoes were nice too. Mm, yeah. I didn't have any, but they were they were fresh. Not an Adidas guy. I like Adidas. Yeah. Good quality. Yeah. I have the coolest casual shoes right now, but I'm just like Nike through. Right. Them. Yeah. I remember when I played ball in high school, I had Hyper Dunks, worst shoes ever. Oh, <laughs> like, really? soles gave out within a season. Couldn't even make yeah. it a season. Adidas would last last me through and through. I could never get grip in Adidas. We had, mm. I played travel ball. We had them for that team. And then we did, one year for high school, we bought Adidas. And then we, everybody everybody bought Nikes after because they, like, couldn't get grip mm, with them. Interesting. But yeah, it was, yeah, Nike through and through. What uh, you said you heard Patrick Bed David or I'm sorry uh, Tim Grover on a podcast. What other podcast you listen to besides Off the Dome? Yes, my thoughts. Yes, yeah, so I listen to I listen. To <laughs> <laughs> a right, right. Plug in there. Yeah, besides that, every morning yeah, yeah, I, right. I listen to I listen to Tim Ferriss. I listen to uh, Bigger Pockets podcast, okay. which talks about like real estate. Mm-hmm. One of my friends just put me on that one. Huge. It's good because like it's awesome. I mean, I I the past couple of years I've got into stocks and the stock market. I think the next thing for me is tangible real estate. Yeah. So I try to listen to that once a day if I can. Really? Yeah, because like it's really interesting because that one 
like someone different comes on each time that has some dip because like in real estate there's so many different ways to make money and it's mm -hmm. it's nice to hear like the different ways that people did it so i listen to that one i, I mean when i listen to sports i listen to bill simmons um yeah so those are the but the thing is like now the the past couple months because i'm working for myself like i really do need to make more time to listen to podcasts i haven't been able to listen mm -hmm. to as many i'd say yeah like rogan bill simmons and bigger pockets is probably the, the top three i listen mm -hmm. to but yeah. It's, yeah, I'll answer that. But it's it's tough when you start doing your own stick. It's like it's uh, you get under your rock where it's you don't know all the outsides. Like when I had a desk job, I ripped through five six podcasts yeah, a day. Exactly. I was up to date on yep. everyone. Yep. And when, um, in sales, when I was in the car, yeah, you just plug one. But like, yeah, yeah, for but. sure. Um, I also I love bigger pockets, and they like they bring it to a very understandable level. Mm-hmm. Uh, to where it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So anyone who doesn't know real estate, all right, that makes sense. Um, I like Rogan, obviously, uh, Mind Pump for health and fitness. They're probably the top health and fitness podcast. Um, Jay Ferugia is up there. He's also health and fitness, but he'll have like, you know, life coaches and different things. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Order of Man. Uh, if he's got, you know, like a that. real real hot topic, I'll, I'll throw that on. Mm -hmm. Not as consistent there, but... Those are probably yeah, probably some of the top. Yeah, I like what he's doing. I don't really listen to his podcast, but I just in general like his yeah. his message. We had him too. That was a fun one. Oh yeah, I fucking forgot about yeah, that. Dude, the he, fact that the cool fact that, that you were able to get in touch with I him. I was <sighs> relentless was, yeah. on that man. Like That's a big guess. So it is That's yeah, a huge guess. I DM'd him on Instagram and he's like, Hey, send me an email. Better mm -hmm. way for me to communicate. Email, couple back and forth. Then I get ghosted for like a week or two. Shoot him again. And then he's like, oh, hey, sorry. Like we're having friends in town for this weekend. Hit me after that. Okay, hit him. Nothing. Hit him again. He's like, hey, thanks for staying on this. Yeah, let's do it. Like, you know, next Friday. I was like, Tim, whatever we have next Friday, it's yes. out of the way. Yeah. We got Ryan Nickler this <laughs> time next Friday. And he was one of the coolest, most straight up dudes because he's like, one of his biggest things I took away, he was like, don't have like a different hat. He goes, I don't wear different hats. I'm the same guy to everyone. The way I'm talking to you guys, the way I talk to my wife, my kids, and my friends that we had at the house last week. Amen. And yeah. I'm like, Best okay, advice. dude, church. Like, yeah, it's like, oh no, like, let me put on this hat, like my coaching hat, mm -hmm. no, no, my, my spouse hat, like this. It's like, no, just be the same dude, because like, you get lost in the hats, man. Yeah, he talks about congruency, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's like, that's one of the most important things like that I hold near and dear in my heart is like being real. I'm sitting here talking about mushrooms and Adderall and, <laughs> but on the same side, talk about business and being mm -hmm. a good father. And it's like, I want to, I want people to know that like I'm the same person, whether you're talking to me in person, listen to the podcast or mm -hmm. seeing me tweet some nonsense. Like that's so important as a man, especially to like yeah. be able to live out who you are. I get so pissed off seeing like people mm -hmm. be, like, I know you're not that person. Don't tweet that. Don't post that. I know yeah. you don't believe that. It's like, that's one of my pet peeves. Yeah. Like, people should know what they're going to get. Yeah. Like, shouldn't be an enigma every time you enter the room. And it's not even good. It's not healthy for yourself to be, like, managing all these different personalities. Right. Mm -hmm. Just going to confuse yourself. Yeah. Yeah, get lost in the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Always lost yeah. in the sauce. Yeah, but no, he was, he was super cool dude. Like, man, he's got it going on. That was the first podcast interview that i was like legitimately nervous for 
Oh, for sure. I was so nervous before like, we talked. I don't about know him. if I was more scared of him or his beard. <laughs> yeah. He, but now he trimmed yeah. it. Yeah. It was so funny. I was I was asking him. I was like, "All right, man. Like, it was towards the end of the show. I was like, this isn't like a high quality question, but I need to ask how you do your beard because I can't get a full beard. I get like patchy on the side." And he's like, well, one, you got to let it happen. He's Mine like, looks a lot like that. Yeah, he's like, you got to let it go through the awkward stage. He's like, but at the end of the day, if it just looks like you got a bunch of pubes on your face, then shave that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so what you're telling me is I need to go shave. Yeah. He's like, no, man, I'm not saying that. But if that's how it looks to you, then yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I got you that. <laughs> yeah, but, I got like, uh, uh, like, I'll get like a thick little line over here, but like nothing right here. It's just like just mm -hmm. little spots everywhere. Yeah. I can do a goatee and stash like that can yeah. fill, but my brother, he's got the, the stash where you can like curl. Oh, nice. And I'm like, dude, you can't <laughs> so get cool. rid of that. It's powerful. <laughs> like you walk into a room, it's like, oh, dude, I want that stash. Oh, I go, I rock a stash uh, every uh, couple times a month. Yeah. I'll probably, I'll go like two weeks without shaving and I'll cut everything except for the stash and leave that for a few days. Yeah. My wife hates it. I was about to ask if your old yeah. lady likes it. No mustache rides. <laughs> uh, sorry, Caleb. <laughs> Not getting on that roller coaster. Yeah, that's but funny. I love rocking a mustache. I often like forget that I have a fucking mustache, and mm. like I'll walk past the mirror, I'm like, "Oh shit, you got a mustache!" <laughs> <laughs> Ron Jeremy that's looking great. son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> um, that was funny. I bet like Ryan Mickler's like, I believe that it was so hard to get him on because he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would give any like go out of his way like they, if it's not in his plan he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would be like oh i'll move this around i'll move this around he's like very like what I'm well, that's doing what i was what like if he's got an open time yeah we are working around his schedule and he he talked about it he was like you know like i wanted to add value to your show he goes and people might disagree but i think of people guess in terms of a b and c lister guess he's like so you know me on your show, I'm probably like a B-list guest, you know, like as to where Gary V would be like an A-list guest. Mm -hmm. um, and because I was like, man, how, how can we help you? He's like, oh, man, just like, you know, spread my message, you know, share the podcast. But like, I know I'm helping you guys a lot more right now. And yep. I was like, all right, like straight up. So he's like, he knows what's going on. Right. Um, as but, does anybody. Right? Yeah. But I think we got him at the right time because like. Now I feel like he's like gone. His growth is like twofold from when we talked to him. Cause he was pretty big then too. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, you know, I wouldn't even agree with him about B list guys. I think he was an A list guest. Oh yeah, for sure. For, for where sure. we're yeah. at, for where we're at, I'm like, dude, you're like, yeah, you're an ace in the hole for us, man. Like, yeah. shit, like he's a good guest on any show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's incredible. I just listened to him on uh, Andy Frisella's show. Mm. It was from from like three years ago. It was the first one he did on there. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, I like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I I was interested in following his story about the fact that he moved his family out to Maine. Yeah. Because, like, I eventually want to do that in my life at some point, like, go to some place where I don't know anybody and at least spend, like, some extended time. Because mm -hmm. I feel like life's too short to just stay in the same place yeah. all the time. So, yeah, it was really cool to see him do that. And I feel like you grow as a person when you kind of stretch yourself outside your comfort zone. And Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like traveling. Like anytime you go on a vacation, you never come back the same person. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you talked about that on our show. When Did you, I? Yeah, you you said you went vacation somewhere. That's kind of when you had the idea yeah. you wanted to like I be your own I boss. I made up my mind point. to quit my job. I'm yeah. Like, business partner's calling. Mm, well, he should have joined. He yeah, wouldn't have to call you. 
I'm gonna put him on speaker. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna talk about him quitting his job while he's on speaker. Streeble, you're on speakerphone. We're on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up, fam? Hey, uh, these guys uh, both quit their jobs this year. Well, lost mine, but yeah, yeah same well, shit. I'll, I'll be there in a couple months. Make it hey. next month. Challenge. But, uh, <laughs> good luck man i hope you make it back yeah me too but hey i'll hit you up later all right cool we'll see you later so what's what's he doing that he wants to get out of and what's he want to get into so he's my business partner in all of our businesses um he's selling software right now he lives in san diego but he's been here like six months out of the year this year okay um so he's been back for the last two months, and he's going back out to San Diego to like kind of get his affairs in order, and he's moving back. Um, but we he's selling software right now for um, employee wellness, and then just the goal is to get him full-time with me mm. doing uh, Corsair, and then we'll probably dive back into Indie Fitness Mag. We're going to do a rebrand and completely rebuild it because um, we just kind of lost our passion for it. Got it. Just... It's still up there. We built a really cool thing, built a big community, made a lot of connections, connected a lot of people together, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that, I don't know, maybe a week ago. Just like, damn, we see a lot of these people hanging out that we like facilitated that relationship. Right, yeah. That's, That's cool, cool to see. Um, but yeah, we'll be hopefully full-time Corsair here soon. That's awesome. And I don't know how many details you can give, but what what exactly is the, the mission and the goal with Corsair? Uh, make money. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Scallywag life. Yeah, scallywag yeah. life. Okay. Yep. Um, I think we're so we work only with like physicians across the country. That's our niche. Mm. Um, we have a few other clients that are different. We're kind of dabbling in some areas to see where we want to go next. Like our our physician business is awesome. It's just unbelievable. Um, blew up this year, and so I think we're probably going to go into like mortgages next, and we're playing around with little e-commerce. We're gonna start a little um, clothing brand for little boys. That's like um, basically like prohibition era clothing for little little like babies and toddlers. Uh, so suits, <laughs> that's awesome. Get yeah. some Peaky Blinders action. Yeah, so yeah. it's called yeah. Peaky Romans. So it's uh, oh, half sweet. after Peaky Blinders, half after my son. That's awesome. And we're just starting that, so we're getting that rolling uh, just to kind of practice e-commerce. The best way yeah. to practice is just to fucking do it instead yeah. of mm-hmm. learning shit and. Just getting stuck in that learning trap, you just go fucking do it, and then you fail, and then you realize when you fail, you don't die, right. and then failing becomes a lot easier. Um, so we're doing that, and then any fitness mag. What else we have? Some other little small things. And what were you doing with uh, physicians? So we do. We just do marketing for oh, surgical okay. specialists. Okay. Sweet. Yep. yep. Sweet. If you need some fresh riders for any fitness mag. Yeah, we're gonna switch up. We're Just gonna switch saying. up the model. I think we're gonna get away from writing. Mm. Um, we have Never the, mind. <laughs> we have, well, you. I mean, you can talk. So we're. Yeah, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a podcast network. Great. Um, That's good. And try and do like video video podcast. We're gonna just go all in on video. Um, and do a bunch of things. But I mean, we have magazines in like eight cities, and we yeah, built them. We built them up, so it's like be really dumb for us to get rid of that digital real estate that we've built up for the last few years yeah but we just have taken a break from it yeah that's where uh kind of dropped the ball a little bit we got a gopro and then it like 
wouldn't transfer right videos onto whatever that quick pro it's yeah. it's garbage it's a so terrible I, program i need to contact them and be like hey why is this not transferring how it should mm-hmm. um because yeah like video with the podcast is just it's a must yeah. now yep so i'll probably i'll that i'll add that to this week's agenda there you go get in touch with gopro all right, I do this um, pretty much every show. Mm-hmm. I got a rip of piss, so you guys just. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, it sounds like sounds like someone on our show too. Hey. <laughs> Me. Yeah, Tim's got the bladder of a four year old. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, how is uh how is the resume life today? It's good, man. Yeah, I mean we. There's always work to be done. Like I, I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm booked out the next like couple weeks. I'm, That's good, dude. I'm currently working on, in the queue. I have 11, no, 12 that I'm Damn. doing. Okay. So. Sweet. Th- yeah, the biggest challenge is like some people, they need like a, a really quick turnaround because they're trying to apply for like a specific job. Sure. But like some people, they're just, their goal may be to just have a, a resume in case something happens. So you don't need as quick of a turnaround time oh, for them. So it. yeah, it's it's tough sometimes because like I'm the only one that's doing it. Yeah. And like, all, like sometimes people don't understand like I'm also doing work for other clients too. But yeah, at least, you know, like not everyone is, Hey, I need this tomorrow or in two days. So at least you can organize your high priorities Mm -hmm. and and get that done. Now, if it's like a tomorrow turnaround, is it same price or do you, is that a different price? No, I, I I give uniform pricing. Okay. Um, Probably smartest. Yeah. But yeah, it's good, man. That's sweet. Oh, dude. (laughs) I remember when you texted me like today is the day. Yeah, I knew exactly. You're the, what you're the it was. first. You're the first person Dude, I texted. I was gonna like, if I didn't own the walls in which I reside right now, I would have ran through one. Yeah. Now you're the first. Or if person I did, I if I did, yeah, yeah, I was super jacked up. I was like, oh fuck yes. I texted you before Brett. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> All right, just don't tell her that we, to listen to this podcast. Yeah, just then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was jacked up when you're like, yeah, today's a day. Sent the two weeks notice. Like. <laughs> And it's nice what you said about like not burning bridges. Like you did it proper. Like that's business. Yeah. People come and go from companies and like get, give you two weeks, finished out your projects. You help yeah. transition the next person. So it's yeah, I don't believe in yeah. Because like, here's the, the thing. Like if I would have died, like they would replace me anyway. Right. So it's like right. I'm not gonna break my back for a job that they could just yeah. replace me like that. So. It's like, a good thing to remember for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Like you're replaceable. Make yourself irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I got coffee with like my old boss. It's like, look, man, getting laid off is business. My dad had to lay people off when he had his one business. It's just, that's business, man. Like, can't be mad. Like, look, you got a family, cuz. Like, I'm a solo man right now. So it's, I can take the risk, I can take the hit. But it's, uh, yeah, like, can't take that personal. Eat your life. So. for me, whenever I got fired, it was like uh, very eye-opening. It's mm-hmm. like just like that, cause like I made that company a fuckload of money. Yeah. And then one day, it's just like, all right, peace. Yeah, we'll get another one tomorrow. <laughs> Next up. Next yeah, up. Yeah. Right. What are you guys doing this year? What's What's going down? What's the big goals? Hmm. I want to buy my first rental property this year. Yeah. That's my. That's a good one. My big goal. That's a really good one. Yeah. Cause I've been, I'm, I've just been grinding, saving as much as I can, and and I have a, I have a number that I want to get to before I, I make a, a down payment on a house. Cause I'm, I'm also researching different, cause there's so many different ways to finance a house. Yeah. If, for a rental property, 
Um, I'm not as likely to do, I don't think I'm going to do a conventional loan. I'm, I'm trying to look into like seller financing options, hmm. but so like bottom line, I'm just researching different ways of, of how I'm going to get the financing, but I'm um, working my way towards that. Cause like that's the next step in my investment journey. I, t- I told you guys like the reason why 2020 was a good year is cause I really mastered the art of like investing and picking the right companies and really like ha- like forming a good game plan. And I'm pretty much invested, and now that I'm invested in crypto, I feel like I'm invested in pretty much everything there is out there except tangible real estate. Right. So mm-hmm. that's that's my goal for 2021 is to is to make moves towards that. Yeah, um, I have that. We'll probably I'm in talks with a couple people that we want to get into real estate. Um, probably looking at earliest August because depending what the market does, mm-hmm. may or may not crash. We'll see what happens. But later end of the year, potentially. So, um, skip my nutrition and rehab, just more steady. Mm-hmm. Cause right now it's like yep. fluctuates. Um, I'm with a company called Simply Nano. Uh, they use nanotechnology with CBD. Um, arguably, not arguably, hands down cleanest, safest CBD. No ethanol, no toxins, shit like that. Uh, so it's nice topical, top of the line. Um, get that rolling. Um. Yeah, man. I I think real estate's where the game is at. I'd like to wholesale a couple properties. I took a wholesaling course last year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh we interviewed this guy. Uh, so it's like basically, uh, if I got a buyer list of buyers, I know their buying criteria. I try to find a property. Okay. Sell or buy it, get it under contract under market value, ha- sell it to a a flip and fixer. Nice. And then you know, I I have a commission so yeah. average like between five and ten so yeah we interviewed this guy alex martinez mm-hmm. he's out in uh san diego real estate skills is his business and so yeah realestateskills.com they have this great wholesaling course it's fantastic so i took that um just at a lot of moving parts so i haven't hammered that yet but i want to get a few under my belt maybe the first half of this year and just yeah <clears throat> get i have i have my lanes yeah and so I know where if I do anything more than what I'm doing, I'm way too thin. Mm-hmm. So I'm good at doing that shit too. Tim and I have talked about that. Where Going it's like, thin. Yeah. Yes. Where it's like someone's weakness. like, yeah. hey, hey, I got this idea. Hey, let's get into this. I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. And then it's like, all right, no. Yeah. Like I, I got what I'm doing. <laughs> That's it. Like I know, still struggle with that. Getting involved yeah. with the CBD. That, that was my cap. After that, I was done. Mm-hmm. So it's like hammer what I'm in and be consistent with that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. nothing's gonna go if I got like 18 fucking things going. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's just seeing, I gotta figure out what works. It's really the goal, see what works. How hard is it to keep um, nutrition recovery clients? Uh, it's it's tough from the start because. <laughs> let me let me stop, do you get like that feeling like when their payment's coming up, like, oh God, I hope they keep going. <laughs> so I know uh, I do. I still get that. Yeah, for sure. And and depends on the goal. So like when I took my certifications with that, um, we were taught like, okay, six month retention is is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I don't like I want to coach people to where they can do it themselves. And if like you gotta get to the nitty gritty, you wanna step on stage, you got a performance, um, then maybe you get me again. But I wanna teach you what I'm doing with you, make it pretty easy to comprehend so you can do it yourself i shouldn't be your coach for life you know um so it's it's, hard it is but it's hard at first to get people to 
understand what you're doing. So like, I don't mind doing stuff for free, but I've also done free shit since college. Yeah. And when people don't have skin in the game, they don't do it. And I'm not going to attach my name to someone who's not going to do it because then it's like, oh, I didn't get my results with him. Yeah. Okay. But then I don't want to blame that person because you didn't get results. Like, okay, what didn't I do right? Mm-hmm. So even with friends and stuff, people reach out, hey, can you help me with this? Like, yeah, here's where we're going to start. This is this. And then, you know, uh, I tell them straight up, like, hey, I've done this for free a lot of times. Yeah. Rarely does it stick. So I won't charge you a full fee this is what you need to put in because you need to know that you're paying mm-hmm. for this. Otherwise you won't do it. Do you feel like you have the skills um, now to where like anybody that works with you will get results? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Quit doing shit for free. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And, and it's, it's tough when like, you know, without COVID yeah. money's hard with yeah. COVID money's harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Uncle G says, life is hard yeah. with money, impossible without Uncle it. Uncle G. Love Uncle G. Love Uncle but, G. But uh, yeah, oh so if like, you know, I would, if someone's like, hey, can like, can we go a couple weeks? Like for sure. Like I'm not trying to break people financially. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think, yeah, there is a science to it. Mm-hmm. And, but I think I'm really good with people too and meeting them where they're at. But it's like, man, I see so many people on Instagram and shit where it's like, oh yeah, so-and-so helped me get to on stage and then they drop them. Then they gain 10 pounds that same day because they go binge. It's like yeah. that coach didn't reverse them out properly. Right. And it's like anyone can get someone lean. Just give have them a heard, huge deficit. Have you heard of tandem nutrition? I've yeah. heard of them, yeah. I've so them. He did yeah. a, a live when Indie Fitness Mag was doing a bunch of live yeah, workouts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw him talk, yeah. Yeah, he's an incredible person, but his business is doing really well. Okay. But I think the biggest thing he did was he went niche, and now he only does women's. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I've talked to some of the coaches at NCI where I did my coaching, and that's one thing I haven't, like, so my desired niche would be, like, X Games athletes. Really, I, I fucking dude, love you X Games. Go for that, dude. dude. I love I basketball. I love college it. basketball, but I love X Games. Like I've been to the X Games. That's really like cool. when you see a snowmobile yeah. go upside down live. Wow, yeah, I got a half chub talking about it. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> we we encourage. Half but uh, so what I'm trying to do is like I'll follow like snowboarding mag, like all like Red Bull snow everything, and try to find okay who's maybe not huge on the map yet. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to coach like a Mark McMorris. I don't know who like, that is. Uh, like big time snowboarder, okay. huge, uh, like Sebastian Toutant. Like they probably have their people, but if I can get someone who's like trying to make a big stage, like, Hey, like them, I would do like, Hey, give me a month or two. I'll work for you for free because like, I don't know how much money they have or don't have. I'm not trying to speculate right. what their financial situation, you know, some of them live out of a van. Yeah. with their videographer right and then it's like got your cameraman and you and who knows what kind of balling a on a budget oh, start pitching yeah. yeah right you better send out 10 dms tomorrow <clears throat> well so yeah i've uh it's interesting i'm like yeah how does, would you go about does it? a cold dm work or is it like maybe i, I comment like hey that was smooth or just like and get like a recognizable name of regular comments like okay that's a much better play and, and then send hey man like i love this industry i love what you're doing I'm a very mediocre snowboarder. Um, <laughs> like I'm not going upside down, but I do know this. And I know if you're trying to perform, 
this is still an aspect. I don't care what sport, what kind of athlete, food is important, lifestyle is important. Can, can I give you a couple months, no charge, and go from there? So are you uh, working mostly with people at TWR right now? Right now, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I have more rehab than nutrition clients right now, um, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, nutrition is just usually a little more higher end. I don't mm-hmm. want to call it high end, but it's just, you know, rehab is, is very manageable, especially price-wise. But uh, And then I have I have different rates for, like, responders, like first responders. So I'll throw in, like, rehab with nutrition yeah. and kind of do it up for them. Um, with are like, you, yeah, they still pay a little bit, but it's it's such a better deal than. than are not. you mostly just local? Or are you, like, I mean, I I could, I could do anywhere, like especially if I want to get into athletes, like, it'll have yeah. to be remote. But I mean, it's we like got we've z- talked. I know you're on top of your shit. I, I know you appreciate know your that. Shit. I yeah. like to think so. Yeah, yeah. Like I read a lot. Um, then I try to apply. Like I test yeah. it on myself first and then see what happens. But yeah, so it's just like that's my ideal niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, right now just people TWR. Uh, I got one friend, his um, fiance. She, you know, they got a wedding next year, so we're working with some things too. So it's it's slow, but yeah, I know I need to get a niche, mm-hmm. and that will help me grow yeah. faster. That's but, when I started making money. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was like scrambling all the time trying to just find anybody and any anybody and everybody that would need some marketing. Mm-hmm. And whenever I switched, I like kind of put my foot in the ground and said, okay, I'm only working with physicians or clinics. Mm-hmm. From then on, like my income literally 10x. Wow. Because, I mean, you're working with people just like them all the time, so it gives you way more credibility. Sorry sure. for the unsolicited um, input there, but that helped me. Well, they got a network. They talk to each other. Yeah. Like, hey, I work with this guy. This is what he does. Yeah, and even just yeah. saying, like, yeah, I work with uh, 20 ENTs across the United States. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. So you you know my you know my field, you know my customer already. It's you know what works. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's easy to sell that way. Right. So easy. Yeah. So that's I've just been trying to figure out good approach because I don't want to burn myself on a bad approach, like a cold DM. Like, hey man, this and this. they probably get so many cold DMs from yeah every schmuck under the rock under the sun. Yeah. You know, for this and that. So I. Th- yeah, I think having a regular comment, like I do that with people that I might want on the show, then I can reach out. Like, and I heard this one guy, Jay Ferrugia, he's got big time health and fitness podcast, and he talked about that. Like, someone asked a question on his Instagram, like, "Hey, how, you know, how would someone low level get you on a show?" He's like, "Man, if I like, I saw this one person that was commented, you know, gave gave some love. I recognized the name. They asked for an interview, so I mm-hmm. did it." So I'm like, okay, so I think that's my, my route. Um, but then it's like, I'm also trying to be fast. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a teeter-totter. Do you run ads at all? I don't right now, just, yeah. uh, just strictly financial reasons. Yeah. But I know if I put a little in, I'd probably get five times more out. Yeah. But. Uh, so you, you were talking about like upfront value earlier, and are you, are you doing anything for free right now? With resume? Yeah. No. No, okay. No, I was able to yeah. start. It sounds like you're in a good spot where you don't really need to. Yeah. So, I mean, you have, like, it's a totally different playing field than mm-hmm. resumes. Um, I would just say, like, instead of free, do, like, a dollar. Just so you can get somebody to pull out that credit card. Mm. That's the biggest, like, the biggest change that somebody can make is, 
like quit giving I mean you just definitely like some businesses you just have to give shit away for free but sure like get somebody to pull out their credit card for a dollar then they're a buyer they're not just a moocher got it okay interesting That's, yeah yeah unsolicited advice again but no I appreciate it it's I think you might I'm you a might feedback whore man I'll, t- yeah. I'll take all the feedback yeah and yeah I don't get bent out of shape about that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's if you can get so the type of person that's going to pull out their credit card, whether it be one dollar or seven dollars, seems to be like a big one for internet marketers. A seven dollar PDF for how to mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, starting there, and then instead of having zero dollar leads, you have seven dollar leads, mm. and then you can, I mean, you'll have a budget if you can get two people to buy a seven dollar program for three dollars and fifty cents. I mean. That's a little profit. Right, right. Yeah. But, yeah, they're buyers at that point. Yeah, it's a good mindset shift. Yeah, I'm working on a couple of things, working on my own healthy, like, cookbook. Nice. Like, I'll take a recipe, I'll tweak it. That's the good shit right um, there. Yeah, then I'll write out that, the macros, this and that, total calories. And then I'm working on – I just started the other night. I was like, all right, if I'm going to niche this – so I started – it's called the Ski and Snowboard Advantage, where it's all mobility. So it's like from – foot and ankles all the way up to like rotation hips like i'm like okay what do they need to do what they do so and just like see if i can blast that out like hey man like can i send this to you see if this might help you like you need to be able to move and i don't know how many different ways you're upside down that aren't going for like trying to try and become a professional would still Mm -hmm. if they do it a lot i bet they would go for it yeah yes we'll see working on some things I love it. Yeah. God, I love the hustle. It's such a hustle, man. Yeah. The uh, the best thing is, like, I'm so excited for you guys to be, like, out on your own. It's, like, the best. I wish everybody could do it. I truly do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right, I'm going to wrap this up because uh, i got to get back. My wife has to get to the gym. Mm. Mm. So where can everybody find you guys? Uh, at Off The Dome Radio, Instagram. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, search off the dome radio, and then Instagram. I'm at Slagermeister, like Jagermeister, only S L A G E R Meister. Uh, yeah, that's stuck since high school. Yep. Uh, I hate Jagermeister, but I am the Slagermeister. Um, and then Optimal Fitness RX on Instagram as well. Yeah. The night I told my wife that I loved her, we were like 19, and I was so fucked up puking straight Jaeger. <laughs> Ooh, it's yeah. just syrup, man. Yeah. It's syrup. Straight, oh, it's so gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where can we find you? Yeah, off the dome radio, obviously, and then uh at Timmers fifteen on Instagram and uh, I mean since I'm in the resume business, you can find me on LinkedIn too, yeah, Tim Allersmeyer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh whether you're switching jobs, switching companies, or I also work with people who are going out on their own, like any type of materials that you could use to market yourself, starting your own business, media kits, whatever you want, I'll I'll help you out. So, and thank you, thank you for having us. By yeah, the way. dude, appreciate yeah, it. I, had a great time. I enjoyed time, it. Yeah, yeah I like good. off the cuff conversations yeah. like yeah, this. Yeah, it's natural. Fun. It's good. It was fun. Thank you, fellas. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. See you later.